Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1, sucker for you. Shelly, you hear me okay? I I can hear you. Can you hear me? Who is this? Who, who is Who is this? <laughs> it's Westplex 107.1. We are the morning show here on uh, the station. We are called BNS because uh, she is Brad. I'm Shelly. It's called BS in the Morning Show. Uh, the website for the radio station is westplex1071.com. We are doing our best to put you into the best possible mood in maybe the worst possible circumstances. Right? That's what we're doing. Give some information along the way. We have so. Who do we have interviewed today? Angie Harness um, with Keller Williams Realty Chesterfield. And she, harness your dreams, harness your future. And she is an expert at real estate. And uh, we'll find yes, out she what's is. going on with real estate. Uh, if things, uh, you know, because, you know, so many things were hot before uh, this uh, crazy crisis erupted. And the real estate market to the point where what were all the real estate agents complaining about? Can't get enough listings. They put them on the market, and sometimes, uh, you know, they put it on the market for like, let's say, two hundred thousand, and they would literally almost like an auction. I'll pay two ten. No, I'll pay two twenty. No, I'll pay two fifty. You know, nice place to be if you're a real estate agent. But we'll find out if that's still the case. A weather. Gosh, yesterday was sure beautiful, wasn't it? It was amazing. I mean, it was really, really amazing. I, I have to say that. I uh, I did go out, but I stayed in my car, and um, except for I went to a friend's, but we kept minimum safe distance, and we also because I went to Sugar Fire, you know, use their curbside yeah. to uh, get some get some lunch. I know I, and, I I've been hearing their ads on the radio station here. Uh huh, and <laughs> um, so then I went, and so this is how we did it. I was like, come outside. So I stayed by my car. She stayed by her driveway. And then I set, I got the toasted rav, which is really brisket. Ooh. And I set it in the, in the sidewalk in between us. So we kept our six, six, six foot uh, minimum distance. Okay. So, so how, how would you have rated your meal last night? Oh, it was excellent. I mean, it's in other words, you would have rated it five doinks. Yes, Brad, I would have rated it five doinks. Okay, here we go. Doink, 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 doink. Oh, yes, yes. Five doink rating from Shelly. Do, that... do you feel better? <laughs> well, no. This is the new rating system. See, other people have, have, you know, some people have, most people have stars. I've seen smiley faces. So, uh, but obviously stars and smiley faces don't work well on the radio. So instead we have Shelly who the other morning when she was describing how she liked something so much, she essentially did not like it, and she gave it one doink. Doink. And I said, wow, a new rating system is born. If she really likes it, it gets five doinks. Doink, 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 doink. If she's, you know, it's good, but not like, you know, off the charts, it's four doinks. Doink, 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 doink. And if it's sort of average, it's three. Doink, doink, doink. And below average, two. Doink, doink. And if it's bad. Doink. So that's the doink system. Do you feel better? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, we are trying to in the in God, you know what? I talked about this yesterday. And if you're an advertiser on the station here and you start your commercial out with this in this uncertain times, I get it, but the problem here's the problem is that now every advertisement advertisement on every radio station starts out that way in these uncertain times. You know, I mean, come on. 
you know, just get on the microphone and say, hey, it's screwed up out there. We know it. But here's what we're doing to fix it. Right. Wouldn't that be better? I think that's what we're doing. (laughs) Yes. You and I are essentially saying like, hey, it sucks. You know, we're trying to make the best of it. We're trying to put a smile on your face. And more importantly, we're trying to give you information on places that are open, uh, places that are still around. You know, for me, I tell you, it's just, you know, I have been and I know people are going to go, oh, you're the you're the guy. You're the guy. I go to a Schnooks and or a Deer. Well, I go to Schnooks every day. Sometimes I hit a Deerberg's. I mean, more of, of, of like in a reporting kind of situation. And over the weekend, this past weekend, it was crazy town. You know, there were people everywhere. Every day since, less and less people. And, you know, I get it. That's from, because how much food can they, can well, they uh, stockpile? They went to the stores. And how much toilet paper right. can they stockpile? They went to the stores over the weekend and stocked up. And, you know, obviously they're going like, wow, I don't have to go anywhere for a week. So maybe this weekend it'll be crazy town again. But, uh, man, when I was in the, one of the schnooks yesterday, it was not, there were not many people in there. And I pulled into the parking lot, came, you know, off the highway and pulled in the parking lot. I thought, ooh, not many people here. Probably the, probably the least number of cars I've ever seen in the parking lot at this particular schnooks. And um, I have to tell you, those people working at the Schnooks and the Deerbergs and, you know, the Wally Worlds, those stockers, they got to be tired because I know they're working them. You know, they've got some temporary people coming in. They're working OT. Um, you know, I mean, that, that, you know, what a tough job. And and I personally think that, you know, they're sort of the heroes. We always talk about like the, you know, the first responders and people like that. Yeah, yeah, they are. But, you know, the people who are showing up for work, the people who are, you know, the Ameren UE guys who are keeping our power going, uh, you know, the Quiver River people that are keeping the viruses out of the electric lines, you know, I mean, you know, they're the good guys, don't you think? And gals. I, you know what? There are first responders in many ways. Well, you know, just like us, we're considered and I know essential. You, no, we're considered first informers. Have you ever heard that term before? I have not. Yes, first informers. That's what the uh, you know the people because of the fact that we're the people on the radio. We're we're telling you this. We're telling you that. We're telling you like I would never say anything, on uh, you know that wasn't factual. Just like, don't say it. Like for just example, don't. just when, don't. When I went to the no. air, when I went no. to, when I went to the airport uh-uh. yesterday, Bigfoot Absolutely was there. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sasquatch was on one of the Southwest Airlines flights yesterday. <laughs> you know, I think that there's a problem with that because Geico had the Sasquatch. Yeah. And you you are still hung up on that thing with the Sasquatch. I am. <laughs> Why? Because they violated because because they didn't ask his permission. They didn't get a release from him to use his yes. likeness. They didn't get a release from him to use his likeness. <laughs> Yes. Wouldn't that be funny? Talk about, wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be funny if if Terry Crouppen came on the air one day and says, Hi, this is Terry Crouppen. You know my law firm, Brown and Crouppen. Recently, Sasquatch came to our office and has has decided he's going to sue all these companies and all these people who've said bad things about him. And we believe in Sasquatch. Therefore, if you've ever made fun of Sasquatch or Bigfoot, we, and matter of fact, that guy that owns that big truck, we're coming after you because you have violated our client's personal uh, identity and you have used his likeness without our approval. Can you hear that? I can actually hear that, <laughs> but my point being is that that I liked the Sasquatch. I could relate to them. He's hairy. He's big and hairy is what you're telling me. <laughs> the Geico guy. Oh, the guy. Yes. Oh, the Geico guy. Okay. So when The Sasquatch Geico guy. Okay. So here's Shelly, a woman saying, 
I can identify with Sasquatch. I'm going, oh my God. <laughs> what do you mean you can? You should the, say. The Geico guy. I can. I can. <sighs> but. Oh, okay. okay, just never mind. I'm not even going to explain <laughs> it to you because. Oh, you can identify with Sasquatch. Oh. Just, um, I, hey, I, you, you, you're going off on the strange side. I'll say, you know, I can identify with George Clooney. You know, he's this good-looking guy who's an actor, and he's got all the women. And Yeah, I can really identify with him. Not. <laughs> I think you could identify with him. Oh, no. Come on. He probably pays by the rules and isn't isn't a disruptor though. Well, you know, I mean, he's got he's got famous parents. Uh, that's you know part of his claim to fame. Plus, he's a good looking dude. Plus, you know, he's he's uh, he's successful. He's got millions Who's his in the parents? bank. Um, the the singer Clooney. What's her name? Um, or there's a whole maybe that's not our maybe that, I can't remember. Somehow he's related to what's her name? Um, here, let me look at this, George. G-E. Now you're going to get me going on this. But that's because that's who he's. He's a George Clooney, C L O N E Y, parents. C L O. P A R E N T S. Let's take a look at that. George Clooney's parents. Uh, oh, there's Nick Clooney. George Clooney. Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary. Right, 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 right. Relatives. Oh, no, that's his aunt. I'm sorry. That's his aunt. I was wrong. I knew he was related to her somehow. Uh, so, uh, anyway, his mother, Nina Bruce, knee Warren, was a beauty queen. So, see, he he, he, does, he comes by the good looks. You know, he's got that uh, producer. You know how old he is now? He's 58, man. He's pushing 60. You know, pretty soon. Is he really? Yeah, he's fifty. He's only two years older than me. Pretty soon he'll be able to get, you know. I already have AARP. It starts at fifty-five. Think, and and when he's sixty, he'll be able to go to Schnooks at seven o'clock in the morning with the old people, right? (laughs) He could be immune compromised and go there as well. (laughs) Right. Uh, Early life. Okay. Uh, Born May uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. His mother, mother, Nina Bruce, was a beauty queen and a city councilwoman. His father, Nick Clooney, is a former anchorman and television host. He's got good-looking parents, including five years on the AMC network. Clooney is of Irish, Germany, uh, German, and uh, English uh, descent. His maternal great-great-great-great-grandmother, Marianne Sparrow, was the half-sister of Nancy Lincoln, mother of President Abraham Lincoln. Clooney has an older sister named Adelia, uh, cabaret singer. Singer and actress Rosemary Clooney was his aunt. Uh, through Rosemary, his cousins include actors Miguel Ferrar, Raphael Ferrar, and Gabrielle Ferrar, who is married to singer Debbie Boone. Man, that guy's got connections. He's got some showbiz connections. I got nobody, you know? I mean, you know, my, my grandfather was an illegal immigrant. You know, how's that? <laughs> some people some people have uh, you know, what's that? Uh, the, the, well, I won't say it because <laughs> you'll get upset when I say it. Okay, <laughs> Yes, who? She being me? Yes, I probably will. will. The lucky you-know-what club. You know what I'm saying. Right? Or don't you know what I was going to say? Yeah, I I knew what you were going to say now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All you had to do was say, she'll get mad at it, and I pretty much knew that you knew that I would get mad at it, so you probably shouldn't say it. Right. Okay. Uh, We're going to take a break. By the way, uh, if you want to check out uh, our websites to help you get uh, informed, Westplex.news. That's our news site. Uh, it's an aggregation site. There's tons of stuff coming up on there uh, as far as what's going on uh, with the cities in St. Charles County, the county itself. A lot of stuff. Check it out. It's 618. Westplex.
Westplex 107.1, Kelsey Ballerini, I Miss Me More. Morning to you, 635. It is BS in the morning. We are here. We are trying to put positive spin on the not-so-positive situation we've got right now, saying goofy stuff. Um, Shelly's, uh, you know, been out rating things. Matter of fact, uh, I'll give you what her rating is and something coming up. This is her rating in doinks. Doink, 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 doink. I'll tell you what she rated as five doinks coming up here in a minute. And by the way, Shelly. Brad. Job well done. You're not going to you, you're not going to believe what happened, but the devil came out of you know the the underneath part of the the ground there and switched the underneath part of the ground there right you know what they call that, that? specific H E double hockey sticks H E double hockey sticks and took our radio station off of streaming. He just swiped it and put on as a joke a God Squad station. And Shelly just had a fight with the devil. I mean, the devil, you know, you know, she was like, you know, like, you know, like that song, Devil Went Looking Down to for Georgia. A stole, sold a steal. Yeah, devil went to St. Charles County and had a fight with <laughs> Shelly <laughs> over our streaming channel. And Shelly was like, you know, fighting him and, and beating him back and the whole bit. And then she did the ultimate. She did a hair flip and knocked him back down into H-E double hockey sticks. And yes, then I did. she retrieved our station off of the God Squad channel. Uh, we apologize for that. <laughs> some We had some complaints that uh, when you listen to us on streaming, instead of listening to Brad and Shelley, you got Reverend so-and-so and telling you uh, that you were going down to see the devil. And uh, so we rescued you from that. Yes, we did. Why would the devil put on a God Squad station? Because uh-huh. he's got a... You Sick think, sense of humor, you, maybe? May I guess. I don't know. Maybe you think it's one of those counterintuitive things. You know, I'm the devil, and nobody will ever guess that I'll take Brad and Shelly off the air and put on a God Squad station. But, yes, it's done, right? Whatever you say, boss. <laughs> and, and, and how did Shelly do it? You know, she had a, a patented move that she used against the devil, and she did, like, one of those ninja stances, and then she just pummeled him with, Boo-choo, 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 boo-choo. Oh, man, he didn't stand a chance for that. You are so wrong on so many levels sometimes, Brad. <laughs> oh. I don't know why that is exactly, oh. but it, it is. Well, okay, well, you know, uh, I look, I'm going to get myself in trouble for saying uh, this, but... Well, then, every time you well, preface no, with saying but, something but like people, that, people that think... usually means you're the little good, good angel on your shoulder says, Brad... You know you shouldn't say that. And then the devil on your other shoulder goes, go ahead, Brad. It'll be funny. (laughs) Well, no, this isn't about funny or not funny. Uh, This is a thing where the Joe Biden thing. Did you put your did you did you sneeze into your elbow? I did. Okay, I dabbed. I sneeze dabbed. (laughs) Okay, this is a thing where every time lately, every single day, Joe Biden says something and it's like, huh? You know, yesterday he was on a, an interview, uh, you know, and he's doing all this stuff from his house, you know, where they've got like the camera set up and the whole bit. Um, and he talked about how he was a college professor and he taught at these two different colleges and he, uh-huh. ne- he never did. He never taught at either one of them. And the bizarre. Was he crazier than well, a loon well, no, the, as he is the, now? The bizarre part of it is he said when he left the Senate, he became a professor. Now, think about the timeline. Okay. When he left the Senate, you know what he did then? 
I have no idea. Do I want to know? Oh, come on now. You don't know your history? When he left the Senate, he was the vice president because he was a senator up until, uh, you know, Barack Obama chose him as his vice presidential candidate. He was still a senator. Oh, okay. And when, yeah. and when he left the Senate, you know, in other words, one day he was a senator and then the next day he was the vice president because he was still a sitting senator when he was when Obama was elected to office. So and he's going like, yeah, when I left the Senate, I became a professor. What? <laughs> I mean, every day it's like and, and what's crazy about it is I'm not seeing this stuff on Fox. This is on CNN. You know, it's like it's like, OK, you know, now, you know, I mean, to me, it's like, man. I can't wait for the presidential debates. This is going to be better. I mean, this is going to be like like you thought it was good between between Trump and Hillary. This is going to be like unbelievable. But yet, you know what the you know what the rumor is? And 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 you know, I know you're not a political, you don't follow this stuff. But the rumor is that every single day that Mario Como, uh, who is the uh, was he is, is that which one or somebody Como's, Chris Como, all those ones. Anyway, the governor of New York. He's on TV every single day. And there are people that are already starting to say he's like the safety candidate for the Democrats. So if the wheels fall off for Biden, they'll put Como in there, especially since this crisis, because, you know, he's the guy. He's sort of like the the Rudy Giuliani of after 9-11. Remember when Rudy Rudy Giuliani sort of whipped New York back into shape and he was the guy there every day. And and when, quite frankly, if you know the story about Rudy Giuliani, 9-11 was almost killed because when the plane started hitting the uh, World Trade Towers, he responded to the scene and for for a while was in one of the buildings that collapsed. So it's like, man, that would have been, you know, I mean, you know, talk about, you know, I mean, it's terrible that 3,000 people lost their lives, but, you know, the mayor gets wiped out as well, too. But anyway, yeah. that's the theory that Governor Como is going to be the replacement for Joe Biden because Joe Biden's going to go off the rails. So anyway, just thought, you know. I think that Joe Biden is going to go off the rails, too. Well, he sure says some interesting things. I mean, yes, he does. I mean, he sounds like me. Well, it's to the point where it's like, what did he? I mean, this deal, like the thing yesterday, and I'm reading this going like, and he's talking about, yeah, I taught here. And, and, and the reason he was saying this, because he was saying the fact that he can identify with young people because he spent so much time on campus. And people are going like, huh? You know, like, when was he on campus, you know, as a professor? And nobody can, you know, nobody can document that he ever was, he ever taught a class. People Wasn't are saying, he like, the one that uh, dropped acid? No, no, that was, that was... Oh, that was somebody else. No, 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 no. He didn't. Where did you come up with that? Because there's somebody that you've captured that said, after a while, I felt like I had dropped ass. (laughs) No, that's, that's, hold on. That's, that's our buddy, John Kennedy from Louisiana. Hold on, here it is. Okay, got it. 85% of the way through, I thought I dropped acid. Remember we talked about him yesterday? He's the guy with all the crazy quotes. He he makes all these crazy quotes. He's like, he's, he's like the, he's like sort of like your crazy uncle who's like the farmer who's a, you know, it's pretty bad when the crows come down to pick on the scarecrow. You know, he's one of those kind of guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh Yeah, I get it. (laughs)
<laughs> Do you really? I feel sorry for you. Okay. It is <laughs> it's 643. Westplex 107.1. Yes. Don't care. Well, I do care. I do. I do care. I care deeply about how you're doing. That's why we're doing our show. We're doing more of our show. We're doing three hours in the morning instead of two. We're doing two hours in the afternoon uh, to try to keep you, you know, a little bit good. We say goofy stuff. Shelly does at least. I'm Mr. Straight Guy. And uh, we try yeah, to put a smile on your face, try to give you information, tell you about what's going on. Uh, if you're a stock market fan, you know, we talked about this Tuesday. Uh-huh. Okay. Boeing stock was down to, I think it closed on Friday. Correct me if I'm wrong. Smartest lady in the world. Uh, closed on Friday at 95. And what did I say Monday morning? I said, if I had money, I'd be buying Boeing stock like crazy. And I know there's probably stockbrokers out there probably going, I can't believe he said that. That's, that's terrible advice because it's probably going to go lower. Okay. At one point yesterday, Boeing stock was at 171. So let's do some quick math. Let's just say, for the sake of argument... Let's, let's hypothetically say you had three shares. Well, if you had three shares, you would have made... Uh, well, let's, let's, let's figure. 195 to... Let, it, it, it closed, I think, at 165 or something like that. So 65, so 70, okay? So if you would have bought... If you would have bought three shares... I don't think they'll let you do that. But if you would have bought three shares, you would have made $210, Okay, if you bought, let's say if you bought one share, you would have made 70 bucks. Okay, if you bought 10 shares, you would have made $700. If you would have bought 100 shares, you would have made $7,000. And if you would have bought 1,000 shares, you would have made $70,000. Okay, so once again, you know, and and I've always been sort of the contrarian. I I don't know if I told you the story or not, but once upon a time... (laughs) I, I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't tell this because all the all the brokers will like you know like shoot themselves after I say this. But once upon a Probably time, will. way back in the day, I sold a business and I got a check, a big check. Let's say I got a check that was like had a one with five zeros after it. Okay, and at the time, TWA the airline was struggling. They'd come out of bankruptcy and their stock was down to a dollar. And I opened up a brokerage account with a brokerage firm, and I went to my broker, and I said, I want to buy 100,000 shares of TWA. And he about fell off his chair. You, you, are you kidding? You might as well just take your money and go just throw it into the wind. Just drive down a highway and throw the money out the window. He just went like, you know, like ape, you know what? And I, I said to him, I said, no, I got a good feeling about this. No, you don't know anything about it. You're not a stock market person. You don't have all the training that we have. And blah, 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 blah. So I didn't do it. Within a month, the stock went to six. <laughs> so I would have made a half million dollars just like that, you know. But yet I listened to the smart guy and it was the wrong advice. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> well, but well, it would have already been spent. <laughs> but once. So you don't think that they would sell me share three shares? I don't. They're, most of the places have minimums. You can't. You can't buy like a share of stock or something like that. You can try, but you know, I think here. Let me take a look where Boeing finished at yesterday. I think, like I said, I know I looked at it at one point in time. It was over 170 dollars. And let's see, B A stock. 
uh, close 158.73. So, okay, but let, let's let's still, if you had 158, so let's let's just round it off to 160. So it'd be 65 bucks. So if you would have bought it on Friday, um, you know, for 95 bucks and you would have sold it, well, if you would have sold it, um, you know, like last night or during the day yesterday when it was nearing where it was closing, you still would have made $65 for every share. So, you know, once again, one share, 65 bucks. 10 shares, 650 bucks. 100 shares, $6,500. 1,000 shares, $65,000. 10,000 shares, $6.5 million, right? Or no, 650000 know? Oh, why wouldn't I have that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I know there's people out there going like, oh, listen to that stupid guy on the radio. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. He's talking about buying Boeing stock. But the crazy thing about it is, is that, that you know, on Monday, if I would have gone on the air and said... Oh, I did. But, you know, I mean, I know there are people going like, oh, man, listen to that guy. What the hell does he know? You know, Boeing's in trouble. Their 737's grounded. You know, once again, look at it this way. There's only two major manufacturers of commercial, of, you know, big commercial airliners in the world. One of them's right here in St. Louis. Well, at least part of it's here. The headquarters is up in Chicago. And the other one's in Europe. And you know darn well because of the fact that right here in the St. Charles County area, they make missiles and there's all sorts of parts being made for uh, the fighters and they assemble the F-15s and the F-18s on the north side of Lambert. You know that. I mean, your son-in-law works there, right? That's that's right. That's where that's what he watches over, right? The manufacturing up there in the north side of the airport. So, yes, they're not. Yes. He's actually a firefighter. He's he's a firefighter and a fire inspector for Boeing. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. He watches over them. You know, he's the yes. guy that that if, if if there's you know bad things happen. Guess where he's at? He's right there on the north side of the he's airport. on the front line. Right. Right. Um, so um, they're not going to let Boeing, you know, go into the toilet. There's no way. So their stock may be somewhat battered. And yeah, the airline industry is taken in the shorts. But you know what? And I do believe this. I do believe this. When we get on the other side of this, things are just because it's sort of like, let's say, let's say, just for the sake of argument, let's say tomorrow at noon, President Trump gets on television and says, we, ha- I know this is crazy talk, but let's say he gets on television and he says, we have come up with a virus. I mean, we've come up with a vaccine. And you're not going to believe it, but... We haven't talked about this much, but every single doctor in the country, we've supplied them with a huge supply of this vaccine. And if you go to the parking lots at Walmart or Target or, you know, any of the big box places, there's going to be people there giving you vaccines. And we have enough vaccine to essentially vaccinate the entire country over the weekend. And on Monday, everybody will be vaccinated. And on Tuesday, Things will be back to normal. You don't tell me that, like, you know, if everything opens back up, that, like, people are going to be stampeding to, like, the restaurants to eat a meal again, and they're going to be, you know, going to sporting events and things like that. Don't you think? I I absolutely do think. So. But I will say that it has been a beautiful thing because I went over to my friend's house, Jenny Strickland, yesterday, and... You know, we sat there, and I, I think I talked about this already, where we we uh, kept our minimum safe distance, and um, we just didn't stay by each other, but we would just sit there and talked, and had like a little smorgasbord out on our driveway. But she was she was over here, and I was over there. But one thing I noticed, and she said that this wasn't normal in her area in her neighborhood. I must have saw. 
20 families actually getting out and walking with their kids and their dogs. No, I get it. I mean, what are you also going to do? You know. I know, but it was just, you know, maybe this is just a reset for us. Oh, yeah. I went and saw my cat yesterday. Oh, Q2 or Q1? Q2. Yeah, I went and saw Q2 yesterday. Yeah. The Mancoon? <laughs> Maine Coon. Maine Coon. Whatever. And, and by the, the way, by the way. Maine Coon, it's all the same. It's still a big cat. What Shelly didn't realize was that I paid Jeannie Strickland's next door neighbor, and he had one of those parabolic microphones and when she was sitting outside at Jeannie Strickland's house and they were eating um, sugar fire food you know because thank you so much for all the advertising you guys place on our station stop that <laughs> stop it and when they were eating there you know Shelly just spontaneously broke in the song oh it was such a it was such a touching moment <laughs> that actually is kind of cute. I'm not going to lie. I, I I never get tired of that one. Okay. I'm sure you'll make it to where I do get tired of it. But hey, hey, as of now, I, I so, love it. So how would you how would you rate that 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 little song that you did? Doink 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 doink. Ooh, five doinks. Okay, good. <laughs> it's seven o'clock. Westplex one hundred seven point one. You need to calm down, Shelley. Just calm down. Calm down. Calm down. There you go. It is BS in the morning. I am S. She is B. Our website is BS the morning dot show. Uh, and if you did try to stream us, <laughs> you got a God Squad Oopsie. station instead of us. And I have to admit that was all Shelly's fault. So <laughs> it was all my fault. I am so sorry, everyone, because I texted him this morning and I'm like, it's streaming yeah, it's a Christian station. Yeah, and so fire and brimstone was coming out of our streaming site. So, yeah, one of those things. Um, we are doing our best to try to uh, keep people up to date with what's going on, especially in the Westplex. We have a couple different sites there. Westplex.news. That's all. The, matter of fact, let's take a look at what's going on with that. Uh, let's see what the latest stories are with that. Uh, a lot of up to date information. Wentzville closes playgrounds, extends recreation facility closures through May 3rd. Wow. That's going on. Wow. Uh, Lake St. Louis police blotter. And I do that. St. Charles County COVID-19 update. 18 positive tests as of Wednesday evening. That's on our site as well, too. And that's thanks to uh, 70 West Sentinel. Uh, three residents of senior facility test positive for COVID-19. That's from St. Charles County News. Two more St. Charles nursing home residents test positive. That's from uh, STL Today. Uh, da, 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 a lot of different stuff on there. Um, also, if you go to westplex.directory, and that is another site we put up. Matter of fact, that one is up as of yesterday. And what it is right now, it's only two things on there. And it's information from St. Charles. Excuse me. I keep saying that. It's the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce. And they have their list on there, which is actually a very extensive list. They did a nice job on it this. It is. They, uh, and they keep on updating it yes. every day. And let's just take a couple ones right off of there. Good News Brewing in Defiance. Uh, curbside Service. Call ahead. Which is also Alpha Omega in... Um O'Fallon, uh, Main Street. Call head and online orders are available. 50% off to all people who work in the restaurant industry or who have been laid off due to social distancing regulations. Uh, if you get on this site, you will see the name of the business. It's alphabetical. You will see their phone number. And if you have like a, a phone that you can just hit the phone number and it automatically dials it, man, you don't even have to punch it into your phone. And the website's right there. Uh, Hattrick's Irish Sports Pub. That's just uh, south of... Uh, that's on the corner of 70 and 
Brian Road. Well, you know what? I, I just, I saw that, but I, they, I think they have the wrong address on here because it says Hattrick's Irish Sports Pub, because that's what I was thinking. It says here, yeah. 840 Highway K. That's not right, is it? Unless there's another one. I know. Where Did they move? I don't know. I mean, I know where you're talking about because I thought, you know, they were right there just south of 70 on K. Matter of fact, in that little strip center, uh, you, I mean, immediately south of 70 uh, to the point where, if uh, you know, as, as you were going north on K, or excuse me, north on Bryan to get on to uh, 70, they're the last building on the right, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anyway, yes. we'll have to double check that. It says 840 Highway K. Matter of fact, here, let me do this. Uh, anyway, uh, walk up window available and curbs. They have a walk up window. Yeah. Yay! Remember when places they used do. to have. That, remember yeah, that's, places that's to, on Brian. Yeah, I, well, it says right here, 840 Highway K. So yeah. I'll double check that. Uh, Jimmy John's, uh, 981 Waterbury Falls Drive. Phone in and online ordering available, curbside pickup and delivery offered. That is part of the information you'll find at westplex.directory. We are doing our best to get the word out on various things going on in the community, businesses that are offering special services, and especially the restaurant business. Man, I read this article last night that I have to be honest with you, it really depressed me after I read it. It's an article about the Convention and Visitors Bureau in St. Louis. And man, I know... No, 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 no. This is the Convention and Visitors Bureau. This is different. These are the ones that are promoting travel. You know, they're the ones that are promoting, you know, travel to St. Louis. They're the ones that are out there trying to get conventions to come into St. Louis and how they've drastically cut back their staff and they've had all these events cancel. And once again, like so many people are saying... A month ago, we were doing real well. You know, we're coming off, you know, 2019 was a good year, and 2020 looks like it's going to be even a better year, and we had all these conventions, and man, then just the bottom dropped out, and that's what's so... You know, and it's really a shame about the conventions, because not only is that an imposition and a, you know, something to kind of attack the convention centers and the um, organizations that are sponsoring these events. But I have a friend who their son, that's his job is to promote events, convention center events, actually, and doing the, the setups. And he's out of a job. Well, I mean, a lot of people. In I that mean, it's like the are. trickle down effect. Well, like I mean, like for example, degrees of separation. Next month, we were supposed to be. You and I were going to be doing the St. Louis yes. uh, Business Expo uh, from the yes. St. Louis Small Business Monthly, and uh, at the St. Charles Convention Center, canceled. Um, you know, and, and and by the way, the smartest woman in the world uh, looked it up, and apparently, whoever put I that on her. the website, it's 840 Bryan Road, not 840 Highway K. So you and I were correct. It is on Bryan Road, and there's a mistake on that website. But we'll we'll tell the uh, um, O'Fallon people that that they should change that because it's the wrong address yeah. on there. I mean, it's it's the right number. It's just the wrong street, right? It's 840 Bryan instead of 840 Highway K. And, you know, I've never been there before. I had, I, I was going there one time, um, and the guy was supposed to meet canceled on me, and we never went. But I've heard it's a really good place. Um, it is, and they've got some really good food. And, and uh, you know, a lot of restaurants need our support right now. Can, can I tell you something? And I should oh, please I, sh- I shouldn't admit this on the air, but you know what I did Go last night? Go ahead and admit it. You, you, you lay it all out there anyway. I went to the White Castle on 94 last night. Good for you. Yeah, it was good. Man, it was good. I bet it was. And, and this is funny. The lady working the window, <laughs> she's she's my kind of gal, okay? Because, you know, I'm place mortar and I go up to the window 
and you know and she's you know and she's smiling at me and she was a really good you know re- you know very good mood i really appreciated that and i said to her and she says she says can i get you any mustard or ketchup and i go no can i have salt and pepper and she goes no you can't have salt or pepper we don't have that and then she smiled uh-huh. she says just kidding <laughs> Oh, that was cute. <laughs> so I sat in the parking lot and I ate my White Castles. And by the way, and I thanked her, um, you know, and it was sort of funny because I thanked her. I said, hey, I appreciate you coming to work. Appreciate you doing this job and, and keeping some of us fed. And she says, well, we appreciate you coming in to eat. You know, so I'm going like, yes, I like this lady. So I drove off in the parking lot and ate my dinner. Four White Castles. I had a number one, four White Castles, French fry and a diet soda. It was so good. And you know what? Diet soda. Uh, There was like, and the sad part is, I thought it would like the line would be around the building. I was like number three in line, and there weren't that many, you know. And there was only like one guy behind me, and for a while there was nobody in line. And I'm going like, man, this is sad. When people aren't in line in White Castle, you know, that's like, that's like, uh, do you know about this deal with the uh, what they call the uh, the um, uh, um, Waffle House Index? I did know that, but I don't know what it is now. Yesterday, Waffle House uh, announced they were closing, like, uh, I think, 385 locations. Smart- oh, no. Did they? Smartest woman in the world will know this. And and if you know, this is a true story. We're not making this up. Uh, the, what is it, FEMA or one of the big disaster agencies of the federal government, they have what they call the Waffle House Index. And the idea being is like when a tornado goes through an area or a hurricane hits like in Florida or along the Atlantic or Gulf Coast, that they deem or they figure out how bad of an impact that storm has had on the area by how many Waffle Houses are closed. Because if there's a bunch of Waffle Houses that are closed, then it's been a really bad storm. Because the Waffle Houses have the, uh, the, the reputation that, that man, you got to be, it's got to be a pretty bad event for a Waffle House to close. There's 385 of them closed. Now, I drove by the one on Fifth Street last night, and, man, I swear it looked like it was open. Um, oh, now, uh, the smartest woman in the world just say, now Waffle House up to 415 closed. So this How many is, are there across the nation? Uh, 416. <laughs> No, no, I don't know. There's a bunch. So that's the deal. Okay, we're going to take a slight. Did you get a hold of her by any chance? I did not, but I didn't try. Okay, I'll tell you what. If, if, you, if you can, because uh, now we're running behind here, let's take a. Um, eh, what am I going to do here? I'm going to make an audible here. Uh, I'll tell you what. We're going to go to spots right now. And then uh, if we can, we'll pick her up at about 735 or so. How's that sound? If we can get her then. Yep, that, that'll sound good. Is that a deal? Okay, it's 7.20. Westplex 107.1, Senorita, 7.30. Good morning. It is BS in the morning. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Station website is westplex1071.com. And we are proud to announce to you that uh, we're back on streaming. And there's no more God Squad on streaming. It's us. Or maybe some people would rather have God Squad on streaming. Who knows? Anyway. Well, then they just stream another station because we're not streaming that. We're streaming us. Okay. The most intelligent woman in the world has given me some information on Waffle House. And if you want to find out if your Waffle House is open or closed, you can go to locations.wafflehouse.com. And like I said, I went by the uh, Waffle House on 5th Street there, just uh, just north of 70 in St. Charles yesterday, and swore it was open. And sure, according to this, it says 1200 South 5th Street, St. Charles, Missouri. And it's got a little check mark, a little green check mark that says open 24-7. Matter of fact, it also says that the Waffle House at 12701 St. Charles Rock Road in Bridgeton is open 24-7. And the Waffle House... 
uh, on Dorset Road, uh, a 12215, open 24-7, Waffle House at 10635 St. Charles Rock Road, uh, open 24-7, Waffle House uh, 375 North Highway 67 in Florissant, open 24-7, uh, Waffle House 4525 James S. McDonald Boulevard, Berkeley, open 24-7. That is the, the as I call, the famous Waffle House. You know what happened there years ago at the Waffle House? The one over by the airport? Yeah, just south of uh, 70 on McDonald. You probably know where right. that's at, right? Okay. I mean, literally just south of 70. Okay. Right. Years ago, I did some work for um, Church's Fried Chicken. I did some, uh, some. Uh, actually, it was it was sort of an interesting. We put together a contest for their employees, and he wanted to make it sound like a radio contest. So they hired me to put together like promos, like you can win these great prizes, you know, stuff like that. So like you'd hear on the radio, you know, all you have to do. And it was a really good promotion where, uh, boy, it was really good for some of the employees. They could win some nice stuff. You know, there were certain goals you had to attain the whole bit. So I dealt close. I, you know, I, I dealt with this guy quite a bit and their offices were right next to the Waffle House. I don't know if it's still or not, but that was their district offices for Church's Chicken. So one night, a guy walks into the Waffle House with a rifle to try to rob the Waffle House and rob the people who are in there. And there's a bunch of guys sitting at the counter. And one of the guys, literally, I am not kidding, this is a true story. You can probably find the article in the Post-Dispatch because I'll tell you why it was in the Post-Dispatch in a minute. So anyway, uh, one of the guys at the counter stands up and the guy comes in and announces, you know, hold up. And the guy at the counter essentially custom out and says, you're not robbing us. And he ran at the guy, and the guy shot him, shot him in the shoulder, and it didn't stop him. And he, and he ran at the guy, got the guy, knocked him on the ground, and the Waffle House patrons beat the daylights out of the guy. Okay? So, true story. So I, I say that's instant karma. Okay. So, the guy's on the ground. They're beating him up. The Berkeley cops show up. I'm pretty sure that's Berkeley right there. And they take him off. Okay? By this time... A reporter for the Post-Dispatch, or a photographer for the Post-Dispatch, apparently heard this on a scanner, went to the scene, and took a picture of the robber on a gurney who was wearing a church's fried chicken uniform. (laughs) Oh, that is so hilarious. So on the front page of the paper, here's a picture of this robber being carted out of the Waffle House, you know, uh, you know, after he robbed these people. And first off, and they had quotes and the guy that got shot wasn't, you know, I mean, I mean, he got shot, but he wasn't like, wasn't life threatening or anything like that. And they interviewed him and he went, I can't believe that guy came in here and bothered our dinner. You know, (laughs) dude, you just got shot. I don't care. We were eating dinner, and he came in here, and I'm not going to let that guy bother us. You know, that kind of thing. But my the guy that I worked with was going like, oh, my God, that was so embarrassing for us. You know, and it turned out the guy had worked like a church's like three days and hadn't turned his uniform back in. And so he robbed the place wearing a church's fried chicken uniform. You know, I mean, it's like. That is so hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Well, but but it's one of those things where, and and it was to the point where you're going like, Okay, most of the time, you know, I mean, and it's one of those things where, where, you know, you see these guys, you know, these, you know, and especially like the carjacking things every once in a while, you'll see a story where the carjacker, you know, the guy tries to carjack somebody and the guy, the guy who's being the carjacky, the guy who is, you know, the, the, the driver of the car will pull a gun and say, no, you're not taking my car. And I'm not endorsing that because the not police, today. police always say, no, 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 you should never do that. No, you should never fight back. No, just do what they want. 
But still, how many times have you heard people that, you know, that, yeah, whatever, okay, don't hurt me, boom. Like, well, that didn't work out well. You know what I mean? Yep. I do know. Sort of sad, sort of sad. Uh, so it you, is. So you couldn't get a hold of her? I could not. Okay. Uh, we'll try to do that tomorrow then. Uh, okay. Maybe, uh, eh, I'll tell you what, we'll see if we can maybe reach out to uh, Mr. Elam tomorrow. We had him on. Actually, on... she is just calling. Oh, she's calling you? Yeah, I'll have her call. I'll... Well, I have to call out, though. Yeah, I know. I'll tell her that you'll be calling her. Well, you want to you try to do it right now? Sure. Okay. Is she calling you, or is, can I call her right now? This is what's called fly by to the seat or your pants radio. <laughs> we're just we're just you know, making it up as we go along and we're vamping here. We have a guest that we're trying to get on the air and we've had a little bit and of And she is ready for you, sir. Okay, so hold on a minute. Let me you talk for a minute. Let me get my phone here. Uh, da, 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 oh, da, I get da. to talk. Yeah, I talk, never get to talk. Talk for a minute. So Brad is calling Angie Harness. She is a senior specialist with Keller Williams, Chesterfield, and she is an expert at her craft. She's clearly a real estate agent, and she's a very dear friend of mine and also a sultry minx. And, um, hey, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, okay. I got it. There is Brad. He's got her on the phone, <laughs> and I'm going to be quiet now. Hi, Angie. <laughs> she can't. I don't think she can hear you. Angie, you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Hey, okay. Angie Harness, Keller Williams, uh, good morning. Thanks for being with us. You're one of the people we're talking, and Shelly and I have had questions. Uh, you know, we're talking about the various industries that have been influenced by what's going on with uh, the virus and the shutdown and the whole bit. You are a real estate ninja. Tell us what's going on in the real estate business. Well, there's a lot of unpredictability right now, as I'm sure you already know. Um, at the end of the day, there are still those people who are going to need to move. Um, I'm still putting houses on the market. I put one on last week, and I'm putting two on this week. And um, I put one on the market, went active yesterday, and we're already getting lots of showings on it. So we're just doing things a little bit differently. We are not allowing overlapping appointments. Um, We're not doing open houses so that we don't have a bunch of people in at one time. Um, I just ordered one of those fancy Matterport 360 cameras. So once it comes in, I'll be able to do 360 virtual tours. Um, that will help cut down on traffic into homes and hopefully only have traffic that is really, really interested, uh, especially for those sellers who are still living in their homes. They're going to have to, you know, obviously, if you have people coming in your house, you're going to need to, you know, go through and sanitize once you go back into your home because you don't know who's touching what. Um, so, yeah, there's just some different precautions people are going to need to take. Now, is, as far as I know that going back month, two months, three months, a lot of the agents, their complaint was not enough listings. Is that still the case? Are you still getting listings? I'm still getting listings. Like I said, I put one on last week and I'm putting uh, two on this week. So, so people are still, you know, even though we've got the whole thing with the uh, coronavirus thing, people are still listing their homes. And most importantly, are people still buying? They are. Again, it's slowed down because, I mean, we know that there are a lot of people who are out of work. So, obviously, our buyer pool has thinned out. And there are sellers who are reluctant to sell right now because, you know, they might not know what their situation is going to be in the next month or so. So, it's definitely slowed down. But, again, there are still those folks who who are doing okay and need to make a move. And, quite frankly, unfortunately, there's likely to be some folks in the next month or so 
who um, might have to sell their homes because of what's happening. You know, we just don't we just don't know. I mean, we hope that's not the case, but we don't know. Now, how about pricing? Because I know uh, pricing had been, uh, you know, I've heard uh, uh, several agents talk about the fact that they list a house uh, for $200,000 and then they have uh, people in a bidding war that bid it up several thousand dollars. Is is pricing pretty decent or has it gone down? It hasn't gone down yet. Um, well, let me, let me make a correction there. Houses that have been on the market have definitely made price adjustments. Um, for sure, especially once this started. Um, it really depends on the property. So those price points that are around that $200,000 range are still a hot price point because they're more affordable to more people. So that's a bigger market. And those, as an example, the one I, one of the ones I just put on, I listed it for $230,000, um, and it's already getting lots of showings on it. So we'll see. We'll see if I get multiple offers on it. So essentially, the real estate business has not, it's not been like a lot of industries where all of a sudden it just fell off the cliff. You're still humping and grinding out there. I am. However, I know that there, it's not, it it just, I can't say that's the case for everyone. Um, My photographer who came, I met with on Monday to do our photo shoots, I was the only photo shoots that she was having this week. So it's, it has slowed. There's no question it's slowed. I just I've had enough in my pipeline that, you know, and the people that I'm working with do need to sell. And so that's happening. Now, as, as far as locations, uh, any locations hotter than others right now? St. Charles County is is great. <laughs> so um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily, I mean, St. Louis County is um going pretty about about similar based on the data so and as far as uh uh, you know types of houses i mean you know we go through this all the time for a while everybody wants a ranch and then nobody wants a ranch they want two stories what's the market right now who what what are the type of houses that people are really looking for i think it well it depends i mean if it's if you're talking about somebody who is downsizing and they want a ranch um, you know, if it's an older person, they want a ranch because they don't want to have those stairs going up and down. It depends. It really depends on the family and what they need. I don't see really necessarily one over the other in general. It's probably more about condition and price point. Now, you deal, uh, you specialize dealing with a lot of seniors. How's the mm-hmm. uh, situation uh, as far as the senior market is concerned? Well, currently I'm not working with any seniors. I would say they that market most likely, and I don't know for sure, is probably pretty hunkered down right now since they are the most vulnerable to this virus. I know um, I was talking to somebody, oh, I think it was somebody in our All-Stars group yesterday was talking about, you know, if, some, if seniors are kind of on lockdown, if they're in a... Uh, you know, if they're in a nursing home or any kind of assisted living facility, they're having everyone stay in their rooms. So yeah, it's kind of a tough situation for them. Interesting. Now, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, contact information? Yes, they can reach me at 636-856-6485. And I'm always happy to just consult with people. I think preparation is really important. This is a really good time. If 
someone is thinking that they want to sell their home, it's a good time to just get prepared. One of the things we want to be doing right now is, you know, having those consultations, getting those uh, staging appointments, getting photos done uh, in lieu of putting a house on the market when people are ready to sell. That way, you know, once things um, get better and people are more comfortable having people coming in their homes to look at their homes, to have it all prepared and ready to go when that happens. Angie Harness, a web address as well, too? My website is angieharnessconsulting.kw.com. And that's harness is common spelling, like a, a harness on a, on a horse? Yep, H-A-R-N-E-S-S. Angie, thank you so much. Do appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, sounds like uh, you've got things under control and uh, glad to hear things are moving forward for you. And uh, also, thank you so much for doing business with us. We certainly appreciate it. Well, and I appreciate you and Shelly, Brad. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a thank great day. You. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. I know you are just a big fan of hers, right, Shelly? I really am. She's amazing. Yeah, she is. She's a, and And, you know, there are, uh, you know, in any business, there are good people that are really on top of their game, and that's definitely Angie Harness. And then there's other people that are like, eh, I don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? But she is like really one of the best. And, you know, I don't know about you, but whenever I met with her and talked with her, I have a feeling of comfort with her. Is that weird? Yes. You know what I mean? No, it's not. That's just the way she is. Yeah, she just makes you feel real comfortable, you know, like, hey, you know, we can take care of this. You know, it's, you know, and, and, and I think that's probably why she does so well is that, you know, for most people, buying and selling homes uh, is their biggest expense they'll probably ever have in their entire life. Uh, you Unless know. they buy a brand new uh, Corvette. <laughs> no, no, well, even the Corvettes are not, uh, you know, you can still, you know, that's the crazy thing. Don't get me going on that you can still buy a corvette for i think you can like the base corvettes are like 60 or 70 thousand dollars when you consider that you know you get some not so fancy cars that are forty thousand dollars you know what i mean so it's like what would you rather have but anyway that's a whole other story angie harness she's great we appreciate your business um yeah, she's lovely glad to hear that things are still going on with that you know the downside is that this right now this is the time when the real estate market usually gets hot because of the fact that if people are going to move they're usually looking right around this time of the year because especially if they have their have kids they're trying to get the move done and all settled in by uh, the time school year starts. Now, that's really going to be goofy this year because who know who knows when school is going to end. Uh, I don't know if any of the uh, districts in our area have I officially... I mean, some of them are out of school until the next school year. Well, that's what I'm saying. Some of them are gone, you know, for the rest of the remainder of the school year. And I've still... I, I have a few teacher friends left, even though I, they, they say I insult them all the time. <laughs> I still have a few teacher friends left, and I've asked a couple of them, hey, what's going on? I mean, what about, like, the kids who are in high school or seniors? Where do they stand right now? And you know what the answer is? We don't know. <laughs> so it's it's talking about being in a state of flux, right? Okay, uh, we're going to take a break. We will be right back. West Black's 1071, we're only human. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to do you that. You didn't let that last <laughs> note go. I did. You talked over no, it. No, we're only human. Shelly and I, we're on the radio. We're just are very approachable people. We are very down to earth. Yeah, we're like a Tesla. <laughs> 752. Plug us in, and there we go. Uh, you know, well, I'm going to go there. I was going to say something, but I won't. Good morning to you. It is BS in the Morning. Uh, BS in the Morning uh, dot show is our website address. 
And also, you can find the station address at westplex1071.com. If you go to the station address, you can stream us there. You can listen practically anywhere around the world. And no more God Squad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I get a text from that Shelly one this was morning. My fault. I'm not going to I get a text from Shelly this morning. There's some God Squad station on our streaming channel. <laughs> and the funny part of it is, Guess who controls the streaming channel? It's, I do. It's Shelly. That'd be me. <laughs> I don't. I don't have... I, I, that's not my deal. It's her deal. She controls the streaming channel. So I you know, I get this text from her thinking to myself, why are you telling me this? I'm not in control of that. You are. You know? So anyway, and she checks, and sure enough... Yeah, the it devil, was off to the devil got like in, two degrees. The, the devil got into our, our streaming channel and changed it over to... The God Squad station, but anyway, that's yeah. neither here Actually, nor there. it was my dog that knocked the, um, the the knob, but I, that's a whole other story. I had so the smartest woman in the world. Um, she is quoting an, a local infectious disease expert, and uh, this local di- local infectious disease expert says of the St. Louis area. As a region, we started some of our social distancing measures a little earlier in the curve than other places. I'd like to get across to everybody who is listening that these measures, even though we haven't been hit hard yet, right now is when they do the most good. So everyone stay home. If you've got, um, and it's, sometimes it's not for you. It's for the person that you don't know that could be um, immune compromised or, um, you know, have immune compromise and then another disease on top of it or the elderly um just just be aware be aware of your surroundings and uh just be careful and go outside it's supposed to be a pretty day outside go outside enjoy the day uh the weather well we're not gonna have as much sun as we did yesterday matter of fact i think that that we're was gonna... so beautiful oh, I was. Just it was nice no, no it words. was nice yeah and unfortunately uh starting tomorrow the weather is not that great it's supposed to rain tomorrow saturday it's going to be warm today 71 um some uh, partly cloudy skies it's cloudy for the most part right now we should have some sun in the eight and nine o'clock hours and then maybe later this afternoon six or seven o'clock we might actually see a sunset but for the most part it's going to be sort of cloudy day so we'll just have to deal with that it is seven Whoop, hold on, i got to do something or I almost screwed up, which is a, a daily occurrence for me. Shay, uh, say it isn't so, yes. Bunky. It is 7.55. Westplex 107.1, boyfriend, it is, you know who that is. Shelly knows who that is. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't listen to the... To the actors the the, the musicians actors. names i, I just okay. listen to how the song makes me feel shelly's right on top of it this morning yeah the actors who are singing these songs i i really like that <laughs> okay j-lo was an actor before she was a singer thank you so much oh that's right she was in the movie wasn't she in the movie wasn't it the thing that selena yes she played the lady who was unfortunately killed by the crazy weird fan um yep. so yeah uh, 804 good morning it is bs in the morning okay i have some good news for a change okay we and, love good and news. And being that I'm a, a Ford guy, here's the headline. Ford aiming to restart truck production on April 14th after coronavirus-related closures. And it doesn't affect this side of the state, but on the other side of the state, did you know, you know what's sort of interesting about this? The state of Missouri has an interesting situation as far as vans are concerned. The GM plant 
which, uh, you know, as of late has been making the new uh, midsize pickup truck, the Canyon uh, in the Colorado, depending upon if you buy a GMC or a Chevrolet, is the only plant in the world that makes the GMC full-size vans. Okay? Only place. Yeah, I've known that. Okay. Now, but did you know that on the Kansas City side of the uh, state... That they the make can- this Chevy? No, no, no. The can- yeah, no, no. In, in, in the Kansas City side of the state, the Ford plant is the only plant oh, in the okay. world that makes the transit large size vans. I want one of those little mini transits for our for our um no I want our I want, station I want, van I want the big one I want the big one with the raised roof and the dual <laughs> I you want know, the little dual, one dual rear wheels it's so no. cute Ele- Extreme Electrical has one of those little ones um, oh look it's so cute I don't think he has um I don't I don't know if he has yes, he does I don't know I saw he, it the other day no he doesn't have a that's what they call a transit connect I don't think he has a transit connect I know what you're talking about but he, it, it was not a big one no I think yeah but but I don't think it's I don't think it's a it's a Ford. I think his is a Chevy. I think he buys mainly Chevys. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, you know, other than that, Caleb's a great guy. I mean, if he were if you were a Ford guy, then he would <laughs> really be. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> you know, a Ford girl. Some something. Actually, I'm a Lincoln girl. Some, I've always been a Ford girl. Well, you know, I grew up with parents that uh, bought nothing but Chevys. I mean, I'm not Chevys and Buicks. Uh, General, General Motors, Buicks. Right, right, Buicks. That's my that's my thing. Is like once again, you know. <laughs> When I used to drive uh, a lot on Highway 94, I used to have a game I used to play, and I called it Buick No Buick. And I'd be driving along at 55, you know, back there in the back roads on Augusta and stuff like that. And if I rapidly came up on a car, which meant they were only doing like 25 or 30 miles, before I could see what kind of car it was, I would bet myself, okay, Buick No Buick. And nine times out of ten, I would say Buick. And when I'd come up behind the car, it was a Buick. And they're doing like 25 miles an hour in a 55. And I thought to myself. Oh, kind of like you. I don't. Were you driving a Buick? No, I don't. See, once again, Shelly is Miss Speed Demon. I, I am not a speed demon. I, don't, I, do the, I do the speed limit plus nine. I disagree with That's that. That's a thing. The, That's a St. The, Louis the, thing. The day you passed me, I was doing the speed limit plus five, and oh, you, you were and not. you passed you were me like I was standing. Minimum forty. No, I was not. That I'm was like, my. Oh, people that was, were passing that was me my, by. That was my Instead dad of giving you the phalange. No, 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 no. It no, was no, no. That was that was my I dad. Was, I was sad for you. My dad used to drive me crazy. We'd go play golf, okay, and we'd go over to Illinois to play golf, and I can't remember which way it was. But if, if no, no, if we had if the Missouri speed limit was the minimum was 45 and the Illinois was 40 one way or the other. OK, so like we're driving along and let's say we're in Missouri and we're headed. And I think that's the way it was. I think Missouri's minimum was 40 and Illinois was 45. So let's say we're driving. It's just the opposite. Now, um, Missouri is higher than Illinois. The minimum. No, I think the minimum. No, I'm talking about the actual speed limit. No, I'm not talking about the speed limit because my dad would never drive close to the speed limit. He would drive the minimum. So what I'm saying was, let's say in Missouri it was 40. So do you. And in Illinois it was Apple 45. Tree. I know. See, he like if we crossed the state line in Illinois on the Chain of Rocks Bridge, he'd have to speed up to 45. But when we went back the other way, if we went from like you know the 45 minimum into the 40, he'd slow down to 40. And I'm going, holy cow! He just that's the way he drove. You know, like Mr. Poke along, you know, blue do do do, you know, and uh, and my mom was he you know, a two foot driver? 
No, that was my mom. My mom my mom tore up more cars because of that. Uh, I mean, she ate through brakes and she tore up transmissions because she'd drive with two feet, automatic transmission. And she'd, but, you know, she, that was the way, you know, like. She grew <laughs> up with a uh, clutch. No, she just was a bad driver. I mean, she'd drive along. I mean, the way, the way she. Ex- <laughs> That's because she didn't have a radio. Well, the way she accelerated was she'd put a little bit more, you know. Uh, is pressure. she a pulser? No, no, no. Or she, was she a pulser? No, she would just accelerate with the gas pedal, but she'd let off the brake a little bit, you know, to the point where, and, oh, if, and if she wanted to slow down, she'd push the brake down a little bit and let off the accelerator a little bit more. It was crazy. And man, I'm, I'm as a kid, you know, I mean, the transmission shop was like, you know, I mean, like, you know, I think the guy at the transmission shop paid for like about three boats down at the Lake of the Ozarks because of my mom and brakes. Uh-huh. Oh my God. When I started working on cars, I used to replace her brakes all the time you know it's the point i go mom stop driving with two feet oh i'm not driving i go mom you're driving with two feet you know i mean one foot right foot accelerator and when you're done accelerating take it off the accelerator and put it on the brake not left foot brake right foot that's not how it is and especially it was funny because when i took driver's ed i told my driver's ed teacher and he he went what and i go yeah my mom drives with two feet you know and and to the point where the crazy thing was sometimes as i got older sometimes like if i was if she was going to like take her shot car to the shop and i would follow her there stuff like that her brake lights were on all the time because she had her foot on the brake all the time She'd be driving down the road, brake lights on all the time, foot in the brake, you know? And I mean, she just, and and, and you'd say something to her about it, and she was like, oh, I don't drive like that. I go, Mom, you know, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, nowadays it would be really easy. It's I just. Like you. It's like denial. It's like. Are you talking into your Nord again? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like you, it's like denial. Shelly, you're talking what? to the guy who admits, you know, you're saying I'm Mr. Slowpoke. Remember, I you went are on Mr. Slope. Oh, hold on a minute now. I told the story coming back to see my for my son, and I shouldn't admit this because if maybe if there's a Mississippi State Trooper who's listening right now, he'll come and arrest me. But when I was driving back from seeing my son in Pensacola, I'm driving back this you know, just three months ago, matter of fact, three months ago yesterday, uh, I'm driving back from Pensacola and I'm heading north through Mississippi on what forty five and a car passed me probably doing 120 miles an hour. And I'm going like, whoa, you know, just like, zoom, right by like that. So I sped up and I just. What was that again? What, went, what make, what's how they make? Whoa, like that. Anyway. That's not what you said. Why don't you capture that? <laughs> and, why don't I capture, capture that? Okay, here, hold on. I'll do it. I just captured it. This car went oh right by my. me really Stop fast. It. The car went by me really fast. Doink. Oh, my God. It just went by me so fast. As a matter of fact, then two cars went past me real fast. Doink, doink. And then three cars went past me real fast. Doink, doink, doink. <laughs> anyway. So. You were such a man child. Every day. I think, guy, oh, maybe he'll be an adult today, but no, nope. No. This guy passed Adulting me. Adulting is hard. I don't blame you. Probably Brad. about 120 miles an hour. I thought to myself, you know what? It's Christmas morning. It's like 8 o'clock on a Christmas morning. There's nobody on the road. I'm just going to fall in behind a guy. So for about 50 miles, I was doing anywhere between about 110 and 120. Should I admit that on the radio? <laughs> and there was nobody anywhere. I mean, you talk about, I heard I heard another radio host, can't remember who it was, on one of the stations talk about like, wow, driving around on the roads, you know, since the virus thing has been in effect, it's like driving around on Christmas morning. And it's the truth. See, there aren't a lot of people that drive around on Christmas morning. And I've been one of them for years. Matter of fact, I used to work 
on Christmas morning all the time, and I knew what it was like driving around. And here I'm doing like a hundred. So you're saying I'm dying 40 miles an hour. I was doing 110. Okay. Well, when was that? When you were like 16? No, it was this past December. By the way, you know what yesterday was? We this missed past that. December? Yes, I told you. You know what today is? Opening day. For what? It would have been for the Cardinals. No. Today? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it was. That's what Facebook said. No, what does Facebook know? Once again, Shel- everything. If Shelly, if if Facebook, Shel- if Facebook said, <laughs> women today color your face green and shave your head, Shelly would be walking around with green makeup on and a bald head because she just, you know, whatever Facebook says, I am in, you know, Facebook is controls me. Whatever I they say, I do. I am a robot. Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg, smartest man on the planet. He loves women. I remember seeing the movie. He That's how Facebook started. He started Facebook to compliment women. I love Mark Zuckerberg. Isn't that, that's Shelly. Do robot. you feel better? <laughs> no, I'm just telling you the way it is. I mean, you know, I mean, once okay. again, I've said it before. Women Just keep on keeping on, Women sir. should boycott Facebook because go watch the stupid movie. Why did he start I Facebook? I don't want to watch the movie. He Why ma- do I want to watch that movie? Because he made fun of women. Why would I want to watch that again? Because that's what the, how Facebook started. He got he got jilted by some girl, and he decided that all girls at Harvard were bad. So we put this book up, this face, you know, this website at the time called the Facebook, making fun of women and saying okay, so bad things that. about them. So he was jilted, yeah. and I'm sorry for that. He yeah. was probably a geek. Yeah. But my point being is that. He changed the face of the, of the world. Okay, so so let's take let's take some villainous people. Let's take Harvey Weinstein. Let's say Harvey Weinstein, uh, you know, had done something, uh, you know, to the point where uh, you know, look what he did. He had all these big famous movies, and yet when the truth came out about him, he's in jail where he belongs. Let's look at all the nasty things he did to these women. Nobody goes, well, look at all the good things he did. He had all these movies, and he made all these actresses stars, and oh, he was so good. We don't, we'll give him a pass. No, throw him in jail and keep him there. Same thing with Mark. Mark Zuckerberg should be in jail right now. That's what I'm going to say. Because he, should... he made fun of women? Yes. Put him in jail. I get I get made fun of all the time. Put him you, in jail. By you, mind you. <laughs> Should you be in jail? Well, some people say my life my life is a living hell in jail. But <laughs> by the way, I should okay. I shouldn't tell you this. Okay. At my place <laughs> over the weekend <laughs> in my bathroom, I've got uh-huh. um, where there was a leak in the roof. There's a yeah. couple soft spots in the floor. Uh-huh. My foot went through the floor. <laughs> no, it did not. Honest to God. Oh, hon. I can look through the, the one spot in my bathroom, and I can see the basement. <laughs> well, that's that's just like my, my master bath. Our house flooded back in 2012, yeah. and it didn't flood the, ba- the, the master bath, yeah. but it had carpeting there, and yeah. it was kind of spongy around the commode. Right. And I kept on telling my husband, you're, we sit there and laugh about this, but one of these days you're going to come home and the paramedics will be here and they will see me with my, you know, falling through the floor. Ha, ha, ha. Well, it just so happened that we had carpet in the bathroom from, that's one of the only rooms that we hadn't redone in the house. And we pulled up the carpet the whole the only thing that was holding up the commode 
was the pipe. No, there's got to be some stream, st- uh, str- uh, stringers or anything like some, no, some no, two by tens or two by twelves. Because the whole floor no, was rotted. Around I don't it. believe that. That's not no. A matter of fact, it is true. No. And my you're my bathroom up. is my master bath has been gutted since 2012. You know what? You know your, what? your story about your toilet. It was I, a it was a nice commode. It I'm gonna, was, it was soft I'm gonna, flush. I'm gonna anyway, call. I'm gonna it call. was not right right next to my bidet. I'm gonna call BS on your toilet story, and I say you're full of poop. That's not true. <laughs> it is not BS. It is absolutely true. I'm calling BS. Ask on my you. husband that poor I'm man because I have his <laughs> life has been a living inferno <laughs> this, for, since 2012. This, this is this is BS in the morning, and I'm calling BS on that. You know, your toilet That's didn't not almost true. fall through the the floor. You know, I mean, no. The whole floor was no, rotted except for the it. drain pipe that was holding up the commode. There's no way the pipe's holding up the toilet. There's no way. Come Absolutely. On. Well, there's not now because we had to take it out, oh, but oh. It's, I'm, I'm not lying. Yeah, so now at Shelly's house, they have an outhouse. She has to go outside. <laughs> How did you know that? 817. Westplex 107.1 in the night. Bruno Mars with the radio mix there because uh, like the weekend, he has a potty mouth and we have to sort of censor what he says. So we have the special radio mixes. Right, He Shelly? does have a little potty mouth, doesn't he? Eh, the weekend's got the worst, but that's a whole other story. 822, good morning. It is BS in the morning. Okay, I was just watching. You were hearing me watch this. I was watching a video on CNN uh, where one of the CNN anchors was was interviewing two doctors about a photo that became viral of three New York nurses who were short of PPE. Uh, you know, that's the the term, the new term. The personal protective equipment. Yes, that nobody ever heard of that before, and all of a sudden, oh, PPE, they don't have PPE, which is the masks, you know, the, the face shields, the gowns, all that the kind gloves. of stuff. Right, mm-hmm. the gloves, okay. They were short on protective gowns, so these three nurses got trash bags, chopped a hole in the top, and put them over themselves. And these doctors, oh my God, it's terrible. Hey, remember remember, remember what I have in each of my vehicles? Remember I tell you this story? That's exactly what I have. I have those trash bags. That's true. You do you do, do that. And, I and, said do, do. And, uh-huh. and think about it for a minute, okay? Like, if you don't have, like, I get it that they want to have the official, you know, oh, you got to have the, the you know, the uh, EPA or the FDA approved, you know, protective gear. But you know what? You know, when times are tough, when, you know, you got to improvise. And and to the point where I'm going like, okay, so they're wearing trash bags. They're protecting themselves. Like, I don't get it. You know, but I understand, well, it's not the official gowns they should be wearing. But you know what? If it works, it works. I mean, I, I, what I'm talking about is... Desperate times. In my, in my cars, I carry a wide-brim hard hat and a trash bag. Or actually, a couple of them, and I get the big fifty-five gallon ones. You put like in the, you know, in the big, uh, you know, like the big, uh, uh, you know, like the big round trash bags you see, like or the trash cans you see, like, uh, you know, in industry and things like that. The Rubbermaid ones, the fifty-five gallon Rubbermaid things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you carry I, those trash bags. I carry those trash bags, and on. Sever- I don't have trash bags, but I do have steel-toed shoes, a safety hard hat, a um, reflective. Yeah, but but, thing. but the point is, I want the reason I care is because if it's wet and i gotta work outside at one of the transmitter sites i just grab one of my trash bags i just poke a hole in the bottom stick my head through and then i put my hard hat on and it keeps me and the things are long enough to the point where it goes down you know well past my waist to the point where it goes probably about halfway down to my my knees and it keeps me really dry so i'm thinking to myself okay so if 
The water doesn't penetrate the plastic trash bag. The nurses, if they're wearing this thing as protective gear, that's keeping the stuff off of them, right? You know, I mean, like the blood and other stuff like that. I mean, so I get it. It's not the ideal situation, but, you know, once again, it works. So, you know, don't knock it, right? I, I agree with that. Don't knock it until well, you try it. You know, and they're all, oh, it's terrible that the, it's terrible. People I, do that when they go to uh, the games and it's pouring raining. Well, but no, but then you go to Disney, this, you go to Disneyland or Disney, well, they're closed now, but if you go to Disney, if you've ever been there before when it's raining, they sell you the ponchos for like 10 bucks. You know, it's like, hey, it's raining. Do they? Oh, gosh, yes. You know, they're the people out and running around. That hey, could be a good side hustle for the Cardinals. What? I think, um, they, I, those think, little... I think they do that. You know, they do? Oh, yeah. And once again, the Cardinals, you know, it cost them a quarter. But they should charge for them. Yeah, but they charge. Well, well char- what do you mean charge for them? A quarter- they probably cost the Cardinals a quarter, and they sell them to you for 10 bucks. It's like, you well, know, sure. if you have a beer down the street at the stadium, it's 2 bucks. If you have a beer in the stadium, it's 20 bucks. You know, but then you said today was the official, supposed to be the start of baseball season today? Yeah. That's right. It was early. It was in March. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yesterday, you know. I'm sorry. What? I think you're wrong. Yesterday was yesterday was nine months before Christmas. Can you believe that? I I can believe that. Yeah, nine months Actually, until I Christmas. Actually, I can't. I cannot believe that this is the end of March. Yeah. In well, 2020. Well, you know, we still got a couple of days next week. Uh, it doesn't kick in till a uh, week from yesterday, as far as April 1st, because uh, uh, I believe I have to double check my calendar. I think Monday and Tuesday are the last two days of March. So anyway, it's BS the morning. We're here an extra hour because of the fact that the boss called up and he said, you know, if you'll work an extra hour, I'll pay you $300 for the extra hour. And we both said, hey, we're in. Yeah, that's exactly what we said, too. <laughs> yes. And if you believe that, we got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. It's 825. West Plus 107.1, <laughs> one of those songs that uh, I have a problem with with the lyrics. Why? Well, once again, I think this is one of these situations where people can get away with saying, like a woman can get away with sway away with saying something that a man can't. And that song is a perfect that's example of that. That's always been that way, and I think that that's right. No, because she, she, Absolutely. Says, she says in that song something to the fact about, you know, uh, she calls what, another woman, you know, another chick like me or something like that. Okay, she can call another woman a chick, but if I said, hey, Shelly, some chick cut me off on the highway today, what would you say? You'd go like, I can't believe you called her a chick. No, what I would probably say is that's because you were driving for it. <laughs> no, that's not the <laughs> And they were getting around no, you. No, that's not the case. Angrily. Get what I'm saying. Is it like, okay, once again. <laughs> that's what I would say. You, the, you black people, the black people can call each other the N-word, but yet if you call them the N-word, you're in trouble. Just don't even go there. Don't even make that relation. That's true. I mean, like once again, it's like blah blah blah. It's like it's like it's like I've heard Italian people, you know, use the W word uh, at other Italian people. But if I use the W word at an Italian person, I'd be in trouble. So how is that fair? What is the W word? Uh, You come on, you know what I'm talking about. Wasp. Don't don't even go there. <laughs> don't even go there, Shelly. Don't even go there, Shelly. No. So so. Oh oh, I have to I have to call my free speech, I, but you I, don't. I just don't get it. I don't get if if a word is offensive, nobody should use it. Chick okay? is not offensive. But once again, if I went around today and I, here here we're talking about if I if like if things were back to normal, I went in the store and like I you know let's say I'm checking out a schnooks. Hey, chick, thanks for checking me out. You think that gal's gonna look at me weird? 
Yeah, she's going to leave. Because she... of the way that you say it. it, I cannot stress enough to you. You have to say the right word and you have to say it appropriately or so, you're going to get people mad at you. So if I said to her, you can say anything hey, chick. as long as you say it right. Hey, chick, thanks for checking me out. It's been fun. No. I'm done. No, no, no. <laughs> if I said like, hey, chick, thanks for checking me out. I appreciate the fact that you put all my groceries in the bag, chick. Uh-huh. I would say, you know, you're a really cool chick. <laughs> and I think I would get... <laughs> I, you wouldn't get in trouble for if you said it like that. Oh, I think you're wrong. I mean, well, so many people nowadays... The only reason like, why you think I'm wrong yeah. is because you never listen to what I say. I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> exactly. I told you to go and tell people that they looked nice... And that they had nice shoes. And what did you say? You look very attractive today. Completely different. No, that's not what I said. I said. Yes, it I, is. I walked up to the woman and I said. Calm down. Calm down. Okay, whatever. If you spoke in that, in that little pitchy of a tone, I, I would look at you weird too. Uh, I walk up to a woman and I said. Hey, you look very attractive today. And she said to me in that low voice, that low, sultry voice she had. It made me want to heave. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> okay. Um, here's an interesting story out of Kentucky. Okay. A 53-year-old man in Nelson County who had... Uh, the coronas virus. Uh, uh, I can't. The coronas. Coronas. Corona. Way to go. Coronavirus. He was in the hospital, uh -huh. and he got mad, and he checked himself out. And they said, "You can't do this." That's an AMA. Well, no. He said he can't do this, and he said, "Watch me." And he left the hospital. Okay. Did they? Did they arrest him? No. Instead, what they did was they're enforcing a forced isolation on the man. They have a sheriff deputy sitting outside of his house 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if he, and they, and this is in the Kentucky state law, they are allowed to do this. If he tries to leave his home, the sheriff can forcibly put him back in his house. How do you feel about that? Wow. I, I um, but he, How do I feel he, about that? He, here's my problem. The guys, the guys, well, the I, I guys, think he's a tool for leaving. Yeah, I, I agree. And not only that is that that sheriff's deputy, the, you know, a the people in that county are spending money, you know, for 24 hour a day, seven day a week, you know, police coverage of the guy that that police officer could be doing something else. You know, I mean, essentially, they're dedicating a police officer. I mean, how much does that cost per day? Whatever county it is, uh, you know, and that's ridiculous because that police officer should be out there, you know, responding to other calls, should be responding to accidents. You know, uh, need of a you know people in need of assistance. You know, uh, bank robberies, all sorts of crazy stuff. Not sitting out of some jerk's house who wouldn't stay in in you know in the hospital. You know, I think uh, you know what I think they should do with the guy. What I think they should pick him up. You know, wrap him in bubble bubble wrap so he doesn't infect anybody. You know, give him a little breathing tube out of there, and then put him on a plane and fly him to like you know like to Antarctica or something like that, and just keep him there. Put them on ice. You know, so speaking speak. of which, Antarctica, do they have any cases? Well, there's hardly anybody down there. You know, I mean, you know, and, and, and part of it is, is, you know, th th that's so interesting because, you know, it's now it's now fall in Antarctica. 
Is it really? Yeah, because they're the opposite. Once you get south of the equator, the seasons reverse. Uh. So uh, when it's spring for us, it's fall for them, and when it's summer for us, it's 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 winter for them. Because my my uh, one guy I used to know who was a baseball play by play guy, he used to spend our winters in Australia. He did uh, he did Australian baseball. He was the play by play guy down in Australia in an Australian radio station, and that's how he essentially worked year round because he he was a play by play guy for a minor league team. So in the spring and the summer, you know, in our spring and summer, he was here in the United States doing play by play for a minor league team, and then when it was our fall and winter he went down to australia and he did australian baseball because for them it was their spring and their summer so he essentially was working year-round doing baseball play-by-play i don't think that that's a problem no i'm not i didn't say it was a problem okay i didn't say it was a problem and 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 you know what shelly said you know i mean (laughs) what did i say now Please don't do it. Whatever you're gonna do, don't do it. Because you're you're laughing like Snidely, the the dog from Snidely Whiplash and Dudley Do Right. <laughs> Shelly calls me this morning, and 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 first off, she's complaining that God Squad has invaded our streaming, and then she says she says to me, uh, I don't know if I can go on the air this morning, and I go, Why's that? And she said, I got bronchitis. <laughs> man child again you just can't help yourself can you you really can't i don't know what you're talking about it's yeah you do 844 westplex 107.1 south of the border matter of fact south of the equator is antarctica and the smartest woman in the world has informed me that it's currently minus 72 72 fahrenheit minus 72 at edmondson admin amonson a-m-n-d-u-n-s-e-n Edmondson Scott South Pole Station. Population is 100,006. Uh, uh, zero permanent residents. Uh, Antarctica has two seasons, summer, October through February, and winter, March through September. July is the coldest month. So for us, July is the hottest month, July and August. So it's at backwards of us. See, the <laughs> smartest woman in the world listens to our station and she sends me this information he does she uh, loves it a uh once again uh if you want to keep up to date on what's going on we put up a website westplex.news if you go there you will find uh, updated information pretty much all the time direct to you from st charles county st charles city uh there's an article in here right now that just popped up about uh st charles county console a second article wentzville uh, closes playgrounds uh, extends recreation facilities closures through May 3rd. Um, St. Charles County update 18 positive tests. This is all at westplex.news. If you go to westplex.video, you can see some of the latest videos up there as far as what's going on around the area as far as the news is concerned. Westplex.directory, we have two listings up there right now. We have the Western St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce, uh, which is listing uh, businesses that are offering special services and restaurants that are offering special um, deals. Uh, they're telling you whether it's a curbside delivery, a home delivery, whatever. Same situation for uh, O'Fallon. That's also at westplex.directory. O'Fallon Chamber has a extensive list which has all the different uh, restaurants and what they're offering during uh, this reduced time of service. And most of the restaurants do not, do not allow you in. Uh, I have to tell you a funny story. 
I mean, this is I, I, Tell I'm not me a funny well, story. I'm not Brad. making I'm not making fun of this woman, but I didn't know what the heck she was doing. Is her name Shelly? No, I have no idea what her name is. I was behind her. I walk into I'm going to a, you know, a quickie mart yesterday to buy something. OK, did you taste stay six feet away from her? Oh, no, 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 no. Here's the problem. I walk up and I'm behind her and I'm like, you know, 10 feet behind her. So, so she opens up the door and she sticks her head in the door and she's blocking the entrance. This is one of these places where, you know, it has two doors that open, you know, they both open, you know, like, what do you call them? Dutch doors or not Dutch doors, you know, two doors. Okay. Double two doors. doors. Double doors. Double doors. Okay. And she sticks her head in between the two doors and blocks the entrance. And I'm going, okay, why is this woman sticking her head through the door and blocking the entrance? And she stays there. So I can't go in and the people inside can't get out. So I'm going like, what the heck is this? So I violate that six foot zone and I get up closer and I hear her saying in a very, you know, meek and mild voice, are there more than 10 people in here? And nobody can hear her. So finally, one of the guys at the counter finally hears her say this and he says, ma'am, come on in. And she opens up the door and it's like me, like two people, you know, two employees in the store and like three other people. And she's like sticking her head in the door. Are there more than 10 people in here? She was trying to be vigilant, Brad, because she takes this seriously. But once again, we're not talking a big store. You put your head in the door. You can see the entire store. You know what I mean? It's not like it's like there's departments where, you know, you go back here and there's, you know, 20 could people could be here and 30 could people people be back here. It's like you look through the front door and you have you 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 look left, you look straight ahead, you look right, you can see the entire store from the door and she wouldn't go in. So, I said to her, "Hey chick." And then she kicked me. <laughs> First of all, you didn't say that, no, I and, but I can see her kicking you because you were pushing her through the door. I was not. Way to go, Brad. But I didn't know what was going on because I'm going like, why is she sticking her? I mean, literally, she opened the door far enough, and then when she put her head through the door, she like pulled the door closed on her neck. And I'm going like, what is she trying to do? Commit suicide at the Quickie Mart? You know, she's going to pull the door closed on her head. Ah! You know, you know, in the news report, woman commits suicide by, you know, shoving her neck in the door at the Quickie Mart. No, you know, <laughs> and it was funny because because she's in there walking around, you know, like looking around. And, you know, I'm going like, OK, what is she like? Like, you know, I mean, it was just weird. You know, I mean, if it would have been a guy, I would have thought that, you know. You would have said, hey, dude, move the hell out of the way. <laughs> no, I'm coming in and don't you that. violate my six foot bubble. I'm, I don't I'm not that kind of a guy. I wouldn't do anything like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was me. My bad. <laughs> that was you. I wouldn't do anything like that. I just thought it was I'm I going totally like would. I'm going like, look, I get the 10 person deal. But, you know, I mean, once again, that's the kind of thing where where if there's 11 people in there. It's not like the doors are going to, you know, automatically, sh- you know, lock and the police are going to come in a- and put us in handcuffs and take us out of there because there's 11 people in there when there's only supposed to be 10. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of, a, you know, of a wiggle room in those rules, right? I don't think so. I think they're pretty, pretty oh, uh, steadfast. No, but, you know, why? you think you th- first off. The police have more important things to do than stand at the quickie mart and count how many people are in the quickie mart, okay? Well, evidently not not in Kentucky. No, no, that was different because of the fact that that guy was in the hospital 
and oh. he and 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 he was in the hospital. He was he was confirmed coronavirus. You know, he had the virus, and he essentially said, "I'm getting out of here." And they said, "You can't." And that's when they called the police. And he says, "I'm leaving." And he did leave. He walked out of the hospital, got in his car, and drove home. And that's when they surrounded his house. For all I know, they're still around his house. You know, but once again, you got the jerkazoids like that. You know what I mean? You and and once again, it's to the point where where oh my god. You know that video I sent you, totally changing subject. Wasn't that funny, the 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 the, the Walmart dude? Hilarious. <laughs> it's really well done. There's this video of this geeky looking guy. You know he's a Walmart dude, and he's walking through the store, and all these women are like oogling him, like, oh, mm-hmm. look at like, him. Like uh, he is, <laughs> like, like he's he's he George, is he's George bomb.com. Right, he's George Clooney at the Walmart. Break a, he, right, they're, right. they're Panthers, right, and they right. want to break a little right. piece of them off. And he's like about 17 years old, okay, and there's all these women look like they're, <laughs> yeah. like maybe they're 30s, 40s, something like that, and they're all looking at him like, oh, look at him. And after about the third or fourth woman looks at him, he starts doing like the, the eyebrow thing, like, hey, you know, like, you know, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey baby. Cool dude. Hey, how baby. You, how you doing? So then the video goes on for about 30, 40 seconds. And then there's a long shot of him and he's pushing a, a big, uh, a big, like, uh, you know, a four wheeler. Pallet jack. Yeah, a pallet jack with toilet paper on it. <laughs> yeah, it's an ad for Charmin. Yeah. No, it's not an ad for Charmin. Yes, it is. No, it's not an ad for Charmin. It's just, it's just a funny video. Well, it video. should be because they had Charmin toilet paper. I know, but it wasn't an ad for Charmin. It was somebody did it. It was well. Then they it, mo- missed the boat. Then well, I don't think Charmin would run that kind of an ad because they, you know, because they'd come on and go in in our you know, what's what's the the term I say everybody's using that driving me nuts in this in this time of uncertainty, you know, in this time of uncertainty where I have no idea if Shelley is a human or a space alien, we need to uh, seriously think about putting Shelley in a rocket ship and shooting her back to Mars in this time of uncertainty. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that. Oh my gosh, the day's almost over. Yeah, it's eight fifty-eight. Should we go go on the air in the afternoon again? Yes. I read. I read something. I read something. Um, How amazing on, they thought our show was in the n- afternoon. No, I read something online in one of our trade publications, and they're saying that we, as radio people, you know, we need to be on the air talking because we even though you know Shelly and I and most of the time she's you know she's got good stuff to say but I say nothing but goofy weird stuff that we are giving comfort to our listeners by being here and reassuring them that everything's fine because we're on the air I think so oh my god I, I'm going crazy I can't take it anymore no. <laughs> You're such a baby. We're reassuring our listeners. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so are we going on this afternoon or not? Yeah, four to six. And uh, four to six, everybody. Yeah, just like my old traffic reporting days. I did the mornings, you know, and then split shift and come back and do the afternoons. And during the day, oh, I it's would, like deja vu. Right. During is the, it the is it the same cat or a different cat? Deja vu. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a glitch in the matrix, Brad. Okay. Shelly's speaking. I think Shelly's been on the air too long, and she's you know falling into. Do the, you know? Do you not? Have you never seen Matrix? I have. I don't know what you're talking about with a cat. You. That's I've, one of the classic lines. I've never seen. Here, well, once again. That's how they know they're in the Matrix. I've never seen the entire movie. I've seen pieces of it. I've never seen the entire movie. 
Okay, I will go on YouTube and find you uh, an ADD uh, snippet of the cat and send it to you. And so you will know, you will be in the know. Okay. Maybe I want to be in the non-know. How's that? Or the unknown, right? No, that's called plausible plausible deniability. You don't get that. Maybe that's where I want to be. Okay, that's going to do it for us. We're done. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you at four. And don't forget, you can uh, uh, check out our website at westplex1071.com. The uh, morning website is bsinthemorning.show. Don't forget westplex.news, westplex.video, westplex.directory, and westplex.shelly is a weirdo. All available on the web. 901. (laughs) You did not buy that domain.